Welcome to this podcast. If you are a new listener, welcome back. If you are a long-time listener, this is your host, Madeline Moon, and this is my first episode of 2021. If you are a listener of the show and you have been a listener of the show for a while now, you realized that I didn't record or release many episodes in the month of December. I think I went three weeks in a row without an episode, and I think in my seven years of podcasting, I've never gone three weeks. Two weeks has been the most, and that's only happened a few times, but this was a full three weeks in a row without releasing a Wednesday show. And I want to talk today with you um, really candidly, really openly about what I've been experiencing and um, where my spiritual practice is at right now. And hopefully from listening to this, something will be, um, something will start to unfurl in your own life and maybe a new perspective or a realization will come forward for you as well. That is my hope. And if not, then just listen to a a pretty interesting journey that I've had. Just kick back and relax and listen. Because I've got just some simple sharing to do. Just some interesting things. I mean, I, I know every single soul here has been going through a very interesting time. This year, this world, this life. It's just been, it's a fascinating time to be alive right now and to be an entrepreneur and to be an artist and to be a lover, to be married, to be single, to be a child. Like when you really stop and think about it, all the different ways people exist in this world in time and space has been um, alchemized, right? It's, it's, I don't know why I've been saying I've been put through the ringer a lot lately, but I've been using that phrase and it's not so much that it's more like being put through the portal, some kind of portal. Everyone's like your childhood experience. This is going to significantly impact people, the, their, their childhood being in the house wearing masks, you know, like how interesting is that? Or people who are married and what, what your marriage has, has has turned into or people who are single and maybe how they've come to know themselves even more deeply or they've been into their own darkness even more deeply this year I think that is the case for everybody um so what what I want to share today first is my my hmm, what do I call it I guess a break so I did an Instagram break in November that was about three weeks I still posted So it's not necessarily that I wasn't posting anything at all, but I deleted it off my phone and I only downloaded it to upload a post and I would immediately download it so I wouldn't spend all of this time looking at the comments or the questions or the DMs I got from it or the praise, even though Lord knows I love me some praise. (laughs) And I did open it back up a couple of times on my desktop to see what do people think? Did they like it? What do they think? But that break, like I said, was the first break I have, I have ever taken on Instagram. And I've been on Instagram since the genesis of it. And um, 
I've had this story that if I don't post every day, don't do Instagram stories, if I'm not constantly creating new material, writing new things, creating new content, new programs, new courses, new podcasts, new podcast interviews, being on other people's podcasts, getting recognized, being seen, being found on Google um, uh, uh, SEO, and meeting new entrepreneurs, right? Just like all of it, you know, this, this, um, this Instagram hamster wheel, merry-go-round, loop-de-doop, whatever you want, like all of it has been, I've just been in it, right? For years, I started coaching when I was 20, that, that I've been a coach more than I've been anything else, really. <laughs> like, I've been coaching people in different areas since I was 20. I have had websites and blogs of all different kinds and flavors since I was 18 years old. Like the online space of the idea of creating new content is the air I breathe. And alongside that, along alongside simply being a creator, because there, that's one thing, actually, let's be clear about this. There's the, the aspect of being a creator. There is a creator, an artist, a creative, a creatrix, a magician, an alchemist. Like that is one thing on its own, being a creator. We are all this to various degrees. Some of us feel that we find ourselves through creation, through through singing a song into existence, through drawing a painting into a page, through writing into into a journal or creating books or making love. That's a creation as well. So we are all creatives and some of us really identify as being creatives. And then there is a second different place, like if we were to make one of those, what are they called? Like the two circles, and then we show how they overlap. So one circle is creative, and then the second circle would be, um, what's the word I would say for this? Business savvy or um, content creator, like even that has a different feel to creator, just creator, creative, there's the content creator archetype. And that is the create, the, the creations are used for spreading your business, for making money, for sales, for your audience. And I have realized over the past several years, this is not new. I mean, I remember three three years ago sitting in therapy and telling my therapist how tired I was and a lot of it was because of I mean it was all of it together actually it was the podcast it was creating new clients creating programs courses the tech stuff the emails the newsletters the holding space for people and the dms like the constant dms that I was it's just everything together and I was beginning to forget about the inherent pulse of creativity always within my body. The one that is constantly changing, 
morphing and moving, like truly moving into new directions. I was forgetting about that. I would lost sight of it. I couldn't feel her anymore. All that I knew, all that I was starting to know was how, how can I create a new Instagram post that's going to get 600 to 2000 likes. And if I don't get that, then like, well, fuck, you know, <laughs> like just, I, I mean, I suck or look, she got that just a constant comparison game. And that's the filter all of my creations went through. And I didn't realize it. It's not like this was a conscious thing. It was just, I would wake up in the morning and I'd already have pressure to write a new post or to create a podcast or, um, and, you know, just put something new, some new content, some new material on either my Facebook, my Twitter, my Instagram, maybe even my LinkedIn. And I should also create a pin for it. And then maybe I'll repurpose it and make it into a podcast as well. And then I'll take that podcast and I'll send it over to that Joe guy and then say, hey, look, we got this in common. You want to like do a mutual chat about it? You know, like just the the one one piece of creation would typically lead into 10 more which sounds cool. And at sometimes that is great. Repurposing material is great because of the marketing mindset of like, of like, oh, maybe I make a blog post about feminine and masculine dynamics and it really resonates with people. So how do I repurpose that and make five more pieces of content about the same thing in all these different areas? Like that's what I was doing. I was trying to get the most, um, I was trying to milk something as much as I could so that I didn't have to constantly be creating new topics, but it was the same. It's the same game. It's the same game of, of my creations had to come with a, a to-do list. It was never just like, I'm going to create this and put it in the world and then walk away and let the world feel it and touch it and smell it and, and immerse in it. Like it was always, how do I strategize around it? How do I make it more reach further? And y'all, I am so tired. I have been tired. I've been tired for a while. I've been tired of watching my Instagram followers and seeing who's unfollowed me. And like, <laughs> not that I do that often, but I do that sometimes. And I'll clean up my Instagram followers based on that. And and like, I, I'm tired of the, the mood changes I have when I see Instagram followers go down and even go up because every time they go up, I know how I'm about to feel if they go back down. And, and then and then if I feel a little sad, even watching them go up, cause I'm like, oh shit. Then I'm like, oh no, am I telling the universe that not to send me more followers? Because now I'm a little bit aware about the criticism and approval hamster wheel I put myself on and now am I gonna unconsciously sabotage myself from growing my audience because I don't have the capacity to hold it right and so these thoughts would just continue to spiral of like this 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 dichotomy between wanting to grow wanting to spread and not knowing if I can hold it not knowing if I can hold the emotional roller coaster that comes with gaining and losing and criticism and praise and and re-strategizing and creating more content and spreading and growing so step one for me in november was to take a break from instagrams it sounds so small but it was so big for me and i took those three weeks off and 
my intention was two and I extended it into three and it's changed the way I've shown up. If you follow me online, you've probably noticed that I am not, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm posting maybe one or two things a week and my stories are, are, um, really brief. Like I'm, I'm not even showing my face much. I'm not talking much. And my stories, I used to have up to 25, 30 little 10 second story blurbs a day, a lot. And I'd add those giffies to them and I'd add those words to them. And then some people would be like, Hey, would you ever consider doing closed captioning with what you're saying? And then, so I'd want to add that in and then I'd want to tag the right people so that they saw whatever I was talking about because it also related to it. Like just, it was, it always comes with more. That's the thing. You can't just post an Instagram story. You also have to post, post it with words so that people who want to skip through still know what you're talking about. You have to post it with giphies to make it really fun. And then maybe if it's a great story stream, download it and then put it on YouTube. And then when you're on YouTube, you might as well put all those tags in there and then grab that link and put that link in a Facebook post. And with that Facebook post, make sure that you also put a free picture on there, like make sure that it's not, um, it's a Creative Commons one. It's not one that's owned by somebody. So make sure you go to that website that has all those free photos on there and ensure that the photo relates to the content you're talking about. So it's just like forever, like it just adds up. And if you're not an entrepreneur or you're not an online coach um, who runs your own business, this may all sound very foreign to you like you can't imagine like repurposing things in such a way or maybe you you're, you are not a coach but you do this kind of stuff anyways and I'm inviting you now it's not because it's a new year but it's because it's a it's a new time it's it's a new day it's 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 post 2020 right it's like so yeah it is a new year but it's more than that it's we're evolving as a society and I think a part of our evolving as a society and what we were supposed to learn through 2020 and who knows what this year is going to bring but we have to make changes and actually in order to actually grow like we have to make changes and so for me one of those changes in order to evolve in a way that I'm realizing I need to evolve has been to stop this pattern and give myself permission to create simply to create again going back into that first circle not content creation just creation and creation that i am allowed to step into and be with as long as i want and then step out of and let go of and my the all pressure to put things on social media is gone right now. I don't have that. I, there's a little bit of a lingering voice that's like, you should post, it's been a while. But that voice isn't at the forefront and it's certainly not winning. And what I'm realizing, that's what I'm realizing a lot, I'm realizing how much better life is without that pressure. Um, I'm realizing how much more... I pay attention to the world, how much more I'm with the world and with myself and where my focus has gone. Like I, I moved into this apartment in November in Los Angeles and I've spent all this time since now January cocooning by myself. Like 
I've made this place a temple. I have colored lights that at nighttime I'll turn on. It'll be fuchsia in my apartment. And then I'll have candles lit all around the space. And I will turn on Max Richter, which is one of my favorite artists. Listen to this <laughs> soul illuminating, gut-wrenching, tear-jerking, heart-opening music as I read about Gene Keys. And I'm just like in my own experience. I'm immersed in my experience. I'm not opening my phone to check DMs anymore. Like that was a habit. My body, my hand would just move to my phone, open Instagram, click. Just like I didn't even think about it. My hand just did it all the time over and over my body would keep opening these apps and the only way to break that was to delete them off my phone and now when I am with myself and I'm reading my book and I'm listening to my music I'm really there and it's not hard that's the key difference it's not it's I'm not fighting the urge oh my gosh there's an adorable little hummingbird right out my window um I'm not fighting the urge to to pick up my phone like I, I was before what happened before was that I would nearly want to buy one of those timer boxes because I kept opening my phone and so I was thinking maybe I just need to buy one of those timer boxes that I put my phone inside of and set it to an hour and I can't look at my phone but that doesn't necessarily stop the problem that that's a band-aid fix it's that's an hour that I don't have it that I'm just going to be obsessively thinking about it and when I realized that that's what I wanted to buy I noticed I really had an addiction there and it's not a conscious one it's not where I'm hungry to see who is commenting on my stuff it's that my body chemically is just needing it it's just yeah needed I need to look I need to look I need to look I need to look that dopamine uh, surgence that it gave me was so powerful like that is my drug is recognition especially being a projector especially being a Leo give me that recognition so good but it's not satisfying and it's never enough so I've noticed now that addiction feels gone it's not completely gone but it is gone in the way that it was before and part of catering to being free is to keep my my hands in check of like if they're reaching for the phone and and delete the apps if necessary um and have those limits on the app so that I know how much I'm just conscious of how much I'm using it but also not posting often has been great I'm not getting on these stories and sharing every little thing and part of my experience has also been fear because I'm happier because I'm separating myself from the constant posting I'm I've had fear I've been worried that if I do enjoy this tech-free lifestyle what's going to happen to me to my business to my podcast to my following my audience my list my traction is is the algorithm going to tell people not to look at my work, you know? And that is a fear that is present for me, and I'm trusting that it's not it's not it's not going to happen. I'm 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 going to be rewarded. I already am rewarded by the universe for by God for for listening to the sacred calling that's been put in my heart to be present. Really. 
one of my words for this year is rapture. Rapture, and it's a very sacred word. And what it means to me is rapture, rapture beyond these fears, these little human needs our body has to have to be relevant and to have to be in people's faces and to have to be creating more and to ha- like all the have tos. I'm rapturing up beyond that and being obliterated open past what my ego thinks she needs in order to be safe, past what my business thinks it needs in order to thrive, past these these fears that are keeping me not prisoner, but keeping me keeping me earthly instead of feeling that divine connection. Rapture is about connecting with divinity above above time and space. It's like you're you've raptured beyond that. You don't live your life in the confines of social media and social um, pressures and these ideas we've created about how we're supposed to live our lives. We rapture above and beyond that. We become everything. We become nothing. And that's the state that I've been in. I've been in like, um, I, I've been at home. I've been reading books. I've been writing a lot. Um, I have not been working out, which I'm not like saying is the best thing to do, but I am totally fine with it. I've just been really kind to my body and and nurturing her and and napping and sleeping and and taking care of me and having orgasms and building friendships and um, having walkie talkies where I'm like on a walk with someone I love talking on the phone and that's another thing that I've, I've stopped doing I've stopped setting appointments for meetings on zoom or 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 um even with friends I just tell my friends if you want to talk to me just pick up the phone and call me and I will answer if I am free and if I am not free then we'll try again but I don't I don't say like leave a time that I'll just say we'll try again another time if I'm not free that time normally I'm free (laughs) um and that's been really beautiful too I've just realized I have new boundaries and um, sometimes, sometimes those boundaries are scary because you have to verify them and validate them yourself. There's no one else that's going to validate them for you. So while my inner critic is saying, that's a crazy rule that you aren't going to be scheduling calls with people, unless they're clients, by the way. We have schedules, of course, with my clients. But um, yeah, I was like, that's kind of a weird rule. But my heart was like, yeah, but you really you literally cannot keep doing that like we will not let you I felt that in my body there was there was such a strong resistance to scheduling calls with people and I was kind of tiptoeing around it where I'd be like okay we can do tomorrow at three but then I would back out last minute and I realized that I was just creating my own eggshells to walk on I was creating eggshells to walk on that didn't need to be there because I have everything I need to know what I need to do we all do we we get resistance in our bodies and then we second guess it and that's often what leads to inconsistency and a lack of follow-through it's because that thing was something you didn't want to follow through to begin with and you are allowed to create your life in a way that is in uh it, that is responsive 
to those resistances. I'm, I'm responding. I'm meeting myself where I'm at. I realize that I can't do the constant posting, the constant repurposing, the constant scheduling of calls. These things are not working for me at this time in my life. It's spontaneity. If I feel inspired to write something, I will write it and I will post it and then I'll walk away. If I feel inspired to talk to an old friend, I will pick up the phone and I will call them. And if they're not available, no problem. I'm not going to reschedule for another time. We'll just try to pick up the phone again and see how that goes. And this has been so healing for me, so healing to, to create this life of um, full surrender, honestly. I'm, I'm fully surrendering to to time, to time. That's what it is. It's, um, I'm melting into time. I'm trying to be one with time instead of being rigid with time and controlling time and getting the most out of time. I'm, I'm just here. And I attribute all of this to getting off social media for a bit of time. That is what's really served me. It's, this is what opened up the doors to this and it showed me something I cannot not see again. That was one of the scary things too. I was like, I, I did this cleanse and then I said, oh, oh, okay, this is big. I don't think I can ever do anything the way I've been doing it. And it takes bravery and it takes sisu to listen to that, that change, that calling. It takes immense sisu, which means, you know, grit and extraordinary grit and resilience. It takes resilience to stop doing things that are embedded in your body. But the rewards are, are immense. So the rewards are rich. The rewards are true and honest. And I've I've been nothing but blessed from making this, this call. And in fact, one of the things that came with that realization that I was afraid of growing so big and maybe it's true I was holding myself back because I didn't have the capacity to hold all of that that made me realize that it was time to expand my team and I have a few different people on my team but I brought in a um, a new assistant who is not only it's not even the right word it's not even an assistant or a VA it's like a co-creator I've brought in a co-creator, which was huge for me because I've always been so territorial and protective over all my work. But that's one of the reasons that's created so much um, resistance to the repurposing because I was doing all of it. It wasn't that the repurposing was exhausting in itself to create so much. It was that I was the one having to create it all, not a team. Not me and another person who could take this, take the the uh, tasks that I don't really love. I was doing all of it, and so I brought in this wonderful co-collaborator who is so supporting me and bouncing off ideas and giving me her thoughts and and doing every single little task I don't want to do, so that I do get to nap more, <laughs> I do get to rest more, and I do get to create more. And um, I know that's that is not where everyone's at and you know I've had I, like I said I've been coaching for 10 years and this is the first time I've done this so it is a leap of faith and it's a leap of trust in the divine and God that there is so much to be said for making your life easier there are ways, even if you cannot right now hire an assistant and take more naps, like that's fine. That's not what I'm saying. 
because I'm still working my butt off. Um, I actually just, <clears throat> by the way, I just wrote a book um, in two weeks. I wrote a 250 page book in two weeks. So I was writing 7am to 7pm. So I've been, I've been definitely working very hard. The book is not published. Um, stay tuned for that. It's more of a memoir. I am beyond thrilled to put this into the world. And that said, it's because I brought in a new team member to help take the load off my back that I have been able to go back to that first circle of creation. She's doing the content stuff. I'm doing the creation. So I'm in my flow. I'm in my body. I'm in my being. I'm coming back to my my just my creator of what do I want to make maybe it's a meal a really beautiful meal maybe it is a song I've been singing more maybe it is um I created some Christmas cards with my friend sat down and and drew and had um markers and it was so creative there was a part of me that was like no no no, we don't do this we don't create cards we're not good at this and I said that out loud I said something like I'm not that good I'm not that good at drawing. And she was like, what? Stop that. It's just about creation. And this has been a massive period of creation for me. This apartment, of furnishing this apartment and decorating it and making it a temple, creating new poetry and prose from my soul, just things I want to say instead of what will my audience like. And writing this book, this book, I, I sat down and I wrote 250 words. I mean, sorry, 250 pages. 70,000 words in 14 days. That's more than I wrote in this entire year as I was working on my novel. And yeah, there's that too. This year I wrote, I didn't finish it, but I wrote a novel and I um, put it on pause because I wanted to write this memoir. The novel, that's that's a huge thing that's been very present in my life. And maybe I'll do another podcast on that where I've been working on a novel and, um, in August, I realized it wasn't working, so I stopped and I started over. And then from August until November, I was writing the second version of the first draft, and I had a night where I perhaps had a little um, a little chocolate of some sort and had this <laughs> profound realization that my book wasn't working. Like I was, I was having a private ceremony by myself, and. I, I was dancing and then um, started writing and messaging old friends, feeling very nostalgic. And then I went into this existential state where I was like, who am I? What's happening in the world? Where are we? What is anything? And then I thought about my book and I was like, wow, my book is not working. And it wasn't in a, a mean, self-deprecating way. I've had those thoughts too. Being a creator, you're always having those thoughts, it seems. But it was more of an objective realization that it just wasn't working the book wasn't working and perhaps it will work in a week and in a month or a year when I want to revisit it but I had this realization that made me cry I was very sad because I've worked so hard on her I've been writing all year I've been taking courses I've hired creative writing mentors I've had so much support and help and it just wasn't working and when my friend encouraged me to to write a memoir because I'm already good at writing about my own life I said okay why not let's just try that and two weeks later the the first draft was done and this I have to thank for taking my break from Instagram it all comes back to that because it's so much more than 
just deleting the app. It's that my, my brain finally had space to create something new. It was always running this program on creating new content for purpose, for likes, checking DMs. I wonder what's happening in Instagram. I would be like eating food with friends and I know part of my brain would be going, uh, technology, social media, technology, you know, so there's no way that I could sit down and write anything that was purely from creation itself and be a vessel for something bigger if 60, 70% of my brain was also focused on purpose behind it or likes and DMs and getting back to people. It's a programming that's running it's stress. That's what it is. Like anytime that we're in a state of stress, certain things in our life become different levels of importance. You know, like if we're, if our body is physically stressed, many women lose their menstrual cycle. It's very similar. Like you're going to lose something if you have a huge level of stress or focus on something else in your life. If you're so focused on raising a newborn, your sex life isn't probably going to flourish. And I don't mean to plant that as a story. I just know that's very often the case for a lot of women because they're so focused on uh, survival, like taking care of the baby, getting enough sleep, getting the, the diapers, the food. Like There's so much to do that that part of their body that feels fully alive and in pleasure and luscious it, it naturally takes a bit of the, the backseat and it doesn't mean it needs to stay there, by the way. It just takes more focus. You got to bring in more focus and make it a priority to bring it back and during that time. But I know a lot of people choose to have that container of their newborn be, it's totally fine if they're a little bit less with, with sex because their focus is here. And then they'll come back to that when the baby is sleeping through the night and they have a little more time, it's it's too much pressure for some people to have that pressure of raising a toddler or newborn and also have to have a great sex life and also have to pay the bills. Like, they, It's good to have these containers where we give ourselves breaks from focusing too much on one thing or the other thing and letting things be born out of pleasure. So if you become naturally turned on even while your baby is a toddler and you you enmesh yourself into amazing sex and it feels good like that's beautiful I encourage that I love that and there are different seasons for different things so all of that to say when your body it's when your mind is programmed to be focusing on that social media platform as if it's a toddler that you need to change the diaper of every single day every few minutes those higher chakra states and the third eye and the creativity, the crown, all of that, it's not quite uh, reachable. It's not being nurtured. So there is something so beautiful to be sad about letting go of things truly to bring new things in. And sometimes letting go is not just this spiritual practice or this ethereal practice that we do metaphorically. It's a literal thing. It's like, all right, I'm going to shed this skin. I'm going to delete this app. I'm going to take a break and it's going to be uncomfortable, but I know it's going to be medicine. It's medicine. Truth will come out of this. Realizations will come out of this. I will have a aha moment that will show me what's next. That's my belief at least. So thank you for listening to this. I hope it inspired you. I hope it gave you a little bit of um, encouragement to start off this year 
One, going easier on yourself. Easier, easier, easier. You don't have to repurpose everything. You don't have to get back to every DM. You don't have to get back to all the comments or leave comments. You don't have to even post. <laughs> um, two, to come back to that first circle of creation, not content creator, creation. A song, a room you want to redecorate, a vision board you want to make, a book you want to write, a series of poetry or prose you want to invent. Um, shelves you want to put up, makeup you want to you want to do and have fun with. Purely for enjoyment, purely for pleasure, purely because you see it's beautiful. What is it that you see that's beautiful? Because maybe the rest of the world doesn't see it as beautiful, but when you highlight it, you show it, you bring it into the world, into existence, others will see it as beautiful too. But only you can do that. Only you can be the one to show that, yeah, this is beautiful. You can make a video, you know, uh, TikTok is such a great way. People create art, it really is. Skits, writing, even writing emails. Like that is a creation, writing an email to someone you haven't talked to in a long time, an ex that you wanna say things to that you haven't said things to. It's just a beautiful time to go back into creation. Moving away from the repurposing of everything and having to make everything have a job. Oh, oh, it doesn't need to have a job. It's Life is so much better when your creations don't have to work. They don't have to work. They just are. And I'm telling myself this right now, too, as I, as I look at this memoir I just wrote. And I'm like, is this terrible? Did I just spend so much time making something that's actually shit? Like, I, I may be hopping on this podcast and talking about how beautiful creation is, but it's also very painful. Like, when I was, make, when I was reading this, back to myself, all, I, all my inner critic was saying is, this is terrible. No one's going to read this. This isn't any good. This isn't, why did you spend so much time making this? Oh, my God. And you just got to breathe that in. I'm breathing that in. And I'm reminding myself that it's not, it doesn't have a job. It doesn't have a job. I get to make it whatever I want it to be. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be anything. It just is. And that's the beauty of creation. It's nothing made into something. And you did that. You did that. You, you conceived and gave birth. Or you will. You will conceive and you will give birth. And it's going to come out beautiful and, and virgin. It's going to be a virgin because it's never going to have been in this world before. Whatever you make it, those words put together, those colors in that way, that piece of art that you want to invent and create, that movie, that film, that TikTok, it doesn't exist yet. So it is virgin and pure and holy and beautiful. And the world needs it. So what is it in your life that is taking up sacred, precious, beautiful time and focus and energy that you no longer want to conclude in your life? You no longer want to have this in your life so that you can actually have mental and physical and emotional and spiritual space to come back home to your creator. What's the thing? It may be very different from my thing. It may be very different from social media. But I encourage you to get specific. What is the thing that is taking up time in your life that is no longer needed? And where can you bring in more support? 
do you need an awesome kick-ass collaborating VA? Or do you want to have a co-host of your podcast? Or do you want a team to make that short film that you want to make? How can you bring in more help this year? Mm. Mm. How can you bring in more help? Both from your physical guides, people here on earth who are your mentors and your coaches, and your spiritual guides, the ones who are looking over you, who are around you, who are energetically and ethereal with you at all times. All right, y'all, thank you for listening to this episode. If you loved this, would love for you to leave a review on Mind Body Musings with five stars. Let us know what you enjoyed the most about this episode. If you want to go deeper, I have one spot for one-on-one coaching opening up at the end of this month. My coaching um, arrangements, my containers are for six months or 12 months. They are deep dives. They are not brief or short. They are deep dives into the alchemy of your life. What do you want to create? What do you want to bring into creation and life? Whether that is more polarity, more feminine embodiment, or it's something you actually want to make. You want to be a coach. You want to write a book. If you want to have six months or 12 months with me on your team side by side we've got unlimited email support in any one of these packages plus marco polo so if you want to have a lot of contact with me and create whatever it is that you want to create in 2021 please feel free to reach out or go to maddiemoon.com forward slash coaching to read previous testimonials of my clients and to see what it is that we can create together Again, that's maddiemoon.com forward slash coaching. I look forward to speaking with a few of you over there. Stay tuned for another episode of Mind Body Musings coming up soon. Sending out so much love to all of you and so much warmth to the new year. I'll see you soon. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.